house. We are coming to you live from the Smart Top Bullfrog Spots. Metalcon.com. Ow. I just like saying that. I'm, I'm in. I don't even know what you said. I had no clue, but I like good. English, good. But I am in, and I'm there with you, Ken. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like here. I'm like there with you. Cool. Cool. It sounded like a MotoGP winner trying to say thank you to something. Somebody. Yeah, I, oh, I thought sponsor. it was somebody announcing a Supercross team. Concepts. I thought it was somebody announcing a Supercross team. So we all took something different out of that. No. It's uh, my, uh, my hat's off to the Oldenburgs, and we will talk about that in a minute. We will talk about that. Let's let's. We got a lot to talk about. So for our listeners, like it, love it, hate it or not, I don't really care. We're going to talk Supercross, Moto America, Moto GP this week, and then we'll talk some World Superbike next week along with the Supercross because there was just a lot to talk about this week. We're trying to keep it in the half hour format uh, just to kind of make things easy. Plus, it gives us the opportunity to dive a little deeper into stuff. We might even talk a little bit about stuff we forgot this week next week and get that all out of things but we're gonna try and rock and roll like that so let's get right into supercross and i'm gonna say one thing and i'm gonna jump right to the 450s but if dean wilson ever says man that supercross track tore my ass up he is not joking no yeah there is no joke i mean tore his butt butt right up 10 10 inches gash hand deep he said he's got internal stitches and external stitches. He's had two operations. He's got another one yet to go. Here's what I'm going to say is if you said there was a hand deep gash in my butt, I'd say, yeah, no problem, right? I mean, there's plenty of padding now. These Supercross riders are, are tiny. That could have come out the front of his leg. Yep. Yep. So he said yeah, the, doctor put her, the doctor put his or her hand inside to start stitching. Well, well, we don't talk about that kind of stuff here <laughs> on the doghouse. Wrong show, Warren. Yeah. Just get right no. on. Oh, okay. uh, but anyway, listen, all, all seriousness, Dean Wilson, man, I hope your ass heals. <laughs> oh, he will. I have He'll no probably doubt be, about it. This ain't the NFL or MLB. He'll probably right. race next week. Yeah, probably. He's yep. like, I'll be in Hotlanta next week. I'm looking forward to Hotlanta. But anyways, um, let, all right, so let's talk 250s because it was mm-hmm. uh, the Triple Crown race, which everything is matters. Um, oh, number one thing, other thing before we get into it, the KTM Juniors. You know what I learned this week? Hmm. The KTM Juniors have an LCQ. Oh, God. They were showing Chad Reed's kid racing in the KTM Juniors. Obviously, it had to be an LCQ race. What, what, what was he? 35? No, Chad, Chad Reed's. Oh, what was it, 30, yeah. Why did they have a 25 year old guy riding with eight year olds? Not a bunch of crap. Brought to you by uh, <laughs> That one got you, Phil. Uh, it might have been his grandkid or a great grandkid. Yeah, I was going to say, grandkid. Uh, anyways, I had to stop banging things off my mic. Oh, I have the wrong mouse. That's why the music isn't shutting down. <laughs> Uh, too many mice. I said so that's some long ass music we're getting this week. <laughs> Couldn't turn it off. All right, let's get into 250s because okay, so let's talk about 250s because I um you guys wonder why we opened the show like that. It's because Mitchell Oldenburg he got third place in the overall, and congratulations to him. He doesn't get enough um you know airtime on the doghouse like none. So I was really, really impressed. He got two thirds and a fourth. So hats off to Mitchell Oldenburg from the Smart Top Bullfrog Spots Moto Concepts Honda team. Oh, that's where that came from. 
I like that. I like the play on that. Here's what I'm going to say about Mitchell Oldenburg. I believe if I check the records, we talked to him once, and it was one of those, why do they even have bad markers on the race? <laughs> I think he could be right. Guy has worked his tail off, gotten yeah. on a good team, and this just shows you, to me, though, this that kind of shows you, I'm glad you brought him up, it kind of shows you the difference between having a funded team and running that out of your van or your pickup. Yeah. 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 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. There are he talented said, riders out there that just never get that opportunity you know, to be on that great just, bike. But, you know, it was just a couple of years ago where the Martin brothers were exactly that. They were that self-funded team that drove around with a van with a mm-hmm. few bikes in the back of it, went from race to race. And um, to me, I think that's the real roots of, of you know, supercross and motocross racing in the U.S. I will say this, and and you guys know this is true. Anytime a guy shows up with an open trailer at a racetrack and whoops and whoops people who come in and motor homes with the fancy trailers, I am all in on that person. Yep. Yep. I'm a, I'm I just you. love the guy who works on the bike himself, greasy, like he's like wiping the grease off his hands to put his race gloves on. Yeah, Those I are mean, my favorite kind I, of racers. I think the only place in the world where you can go and find like motocross and supercross racers who have a regular full-time job during the week load all the stuff in, into the truck, you know, Thursday evening and head, head out on the road to go show up at a race and try to be competitive every weekend. And they're spending their own money that they earned during the week. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, that's like the only place in the, in, and then they, they, they impress somebody and then they get a sponsored ride. So, yeah. and that's what Oldenburg did and good, jo- mm-hmm. great job to Oldenburg. I, yeah, I, I will say that great job. And a, a, absolutely. And a tough break for the weekend two fifty. Pierce Brown. He just could not seem to get anything right. The first two races finished fifth in the third race after leading for a little bit, but yeah, know, but he, he tried to throw away the third race. Tried to, right? He, like he, he, read, he, 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 yeah, he, he already got, he, he already got more. Um, I, I think he already got more error than that performance. Deserved, deserved. In my opinion. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, just a rough weekend for the guy. Everybody has um, him. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. And, and, but know, it's it's got to be really rough when you show up after the red flag. You get out there on the track, and they say you got to go. Yep, <laughs> you are in the tunnel in front of thirty thousand people. You yep. got to go. Yep. No, 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 no. You can't race here. And uh, I think I think the you know Jet Lawrence too. I mean, he wins the first two races, gets a fifth. Not terrible in the last race. But it just shows how the points work out that RJ Hampshire got two seconds to, to let Lawrence do the first. first. But that first at the end in the final race did it. And he got, you know, he, he got the overall, got the 26 points. So I was very happy for RJ Hampshire, yeah. another guy who doesn't get a ton. I mean, he did have, what was he, a Kawasaki rider one year, right? Yeah. I mean, and, we've talked about RJ Hampshire for yeah. years. But years show, ago. But yeah, years ago. But the thing is, is that it, it's, it was like always promised, but not deliver. And it was just really, really good to see him, you know, get that win in the last race. Cause that's what it was all about. It was the last race because, you know, if he had gotten a third second, it, nobody would have cared if Lawrence had gotten the first. So, yeah, no. you know. uh, just, so it was good to see different people on top of the box and absolutely in podium, podium positions. It was, it was good. And, and it was the triple count race. I hate to say this, but they're right. It makes every race worth watching. Yeah. Right, which, which kills it, Ken. Yeah, it does kill Ken. It kills it everybody's clock. Yeah, um, but does. whatever. It's worth it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, 
Ken's clock's running out of time, so that's why he bumped. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Because, that's good because it's only ten minutes till midnight for you too. So. Okay. Ooh, as the spring chicken on the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but and anyways, your, and your right, springs, your springs going away too. Let's yeah, talk my, about, my, let's my, talk my, about uh, the four hundred fifties. Yeah, let's jump into four hundred fifties real close. Uh, number one, just a bad wreck from Dean Wilson. Oh, you, yeah, horrible, uh, absolutely horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I was going to say it's amongst the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's just horrible, scary, scary, horrible. Um, but while we're waiting for him to finish his yawn, I'll just give I'm you a sorry. quick rundown of some of the McAdoo out of the two fifty. He separated his shoulder. That's why he didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Martin got cr- crashed and then got well, ran over. He got run over, yeah. Yeah, got run over. And uh, he got a concussion protocol. And then Cooper Webb wasn't there in the 450s because something happened earlier in the week. He had a crash, and they haven't said what happened or what his actual problem is. But he didn't even show up to St. Louis. But he didn't yeah. need to because Musquin got the engines from both bikes, strapped them on, <laughs> yep. and went to town. Yep. Uh, yeah, he had a good weekend. Good weekend. He had a he, two he, one two. It's it's the first good weekend he's had in two years. Yeah, you know. I, sometimes I forget he's even racing. Yeah, yeah. Like who is this guy? Um. So that was kind of cool. Chase Sexton, the one three three, kind of uh, kind of put it together a decent weekend. Uh, to mm-hmm. me, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest achievement in four fifties this week was in race two when Malcolm Stewart was able to hold off the charge at Eli Tomac. Yep. Yeah, that was good. To me, that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing because that shows, that shows to me, I'm, no, I'm sorry, race one. It was, was race saying, one. He didn't it was race two. Two. I'm sorry. Because he had a problem in race two. Race two, he had the problem. I'm sorry. I had yeah. my races backwards. But to me, that showed that Malcolm has a chance to win a race this year. I think he it's has not a, a couple. Ch- I, I think he has a chance to win a race. I think he's got a chance. I just wouldn't put any money on it because he just he does he he makes mistakes when he shouldn't, and that's what's yeah. killed him. He does right? do a lot of unforced errors. He does yeah. a lot of unforced errors. I mean, this guy has got like he's got some sort of a marriage proposal with the tough blocks going on. So, <laughs> oh man, that, I love the, you. That was most. There was yeah. a lot of guys had, yeah, tough blocks issues. Yeah, Look, you never come down good off of those. It's kind of like. I think at the end, by the end of the season, we'll be able to say that Supercross 2020 was the year of carnage. Well, because it's 2022, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't I remember say? 2020. <laughs> so many years Supercross ago. 2022, year of carnage. The How's best that? thing is, you know, Warren wrote notes uh, to remind himself to say that. And, and he probably and, just wrote the wrong date. Here, I got and, 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 and my, <laughs> you guys are number one. And, and my clock's running out, Mr. Alzheimer's. Okay. So uh, um, I didn't uh, know I was doing a show with Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, well, you guys better listen real close because so, I know where you yeah. live. Mar- uh, Mar- Marvin Mustard, hats off to him yeah. for, for getting that. So, um, you know, I think that's that's a great thing. Uh, I hope it means that he's, you know, waking up or feeling better or whatever it is. But he did two one two, which is really, really good for him. Was it uh, Ch- two- Chase Sexton. I don't know. Chase Sexton's the guy that, you know, could do better. And just for some reason, he, he makes those unforced errors, too. Yeah. So, and, or, uh, but or or he gets taken out. But you yeah. Know. Or so Tomac though packed onto his lead. 
going to be hard to, to deny him right now. Well, he, he, yeah, well, I mean, that's because, you know, Sexton I, picked up Sexton picked up points on him, but that's not going to do anything. Sexton's I, almost I 100 points back. Yeah, exactly. I can't agree it's not with do that. anything. I can't agree with that. With the way the riders have been going down left and right in every single race this year, he could just as easily be a victim of the whoops and end up off track on the concrete. Yeah, but that, yeah, but it had to happen twice. Yeah, and, and well, it could happen once and he'd be out for the season. Yeah, but you know, T- Tomac doesn't make those unforced errors. What he does is just some weeks he's slow. It's a, that has been the problem. He just some weeks is slow when he ends up being a mid pack rider. I, I can't remember the last time I saw Eli like run into the tough blocks and get thrown off the track. I think the I last know. time he was injured and didn't finish the season was 18 when yeah. so the Supercross champ ever. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he missed like four races in the middle of the season or something. Yeah, yeah. he Eli just has these poor performances. He yeah, he you know, he gets killed by his 21st finish. But this season, he does, this season, he's he's running with, you know, doghouse backing. So, I mean, you can't really argue with that. <laughs> poor bastard. You, as usually a death <laughs> that, note. That, that poor bastard. All right. Hey, well, listen, it's, it's because we targeted him. Let's get anyway, out of St. Louis. Let's, let's, let's move get to out Texas. Of Nobody wants to be there anyway. Teja. Tejas. Yeah, let's talk about Tejas. Uh, Moto America. Uh, they wait ran a minute, two wait, Super you can't races. get in. The, what are we going to talk about? Moto America first. Moto America, then the Moto GPs. Okay. Let's talk Moto America. Yamaha, Moto knows, America. How to, Yamaha knows how to build an engine, just not in the factory bike. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, scope guy in Moto America best weekend. Sculpt open up to the Satellite world. The Yamaha world teams team. were there. Yamaha. Satellite Westby Racing Yamaha. Yep. Westby Racing hooked Sculpt up. And don't be surprised if you start hearing maybe his name thrown around. Well, Matthew right? Skulls, we've, we've, we've talked about him. We've many, talked many about times. him being fast, that, but that, he had the weekend he needed to have. Yeah, but it, okay, let's talk. Let's, he did. I would agree. I would agree. But it's not a surprise yeah. to me. It's no. not. The thing about that was a surprise to me was not that a Yamaha blew up in race one. It's that both Yamahas blew up before race one. <laughs> both well, of them. Yeah. Here's so the, here's the one blowing up before the race even started is a that, little bit of a surprise. That was the A bike. So, you know, A comes first in the alphabet, so it blows first. <laughs> and the B a, bike blows B, up. C, D, blow up the bike. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Uh, Gagne didn't even start the first race. So that just like, all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, what's going on here? Um, and he didn't seem very upset by it. Did you notice that? He didn't seem very upset by it. Well, he probably was thinking, no problems. I'll just come out window. I mean, he literally said in an interview, I didn't score any points in the first race last year either. No, he didn't. And then no, he went on to dominate. But, but apparently, he, Daniel but he Petrucci the, but was he like. The, he won the second race in the opening round last year. Yeah, uh, he did not repeat that. No. Uh, and Daniel Petrucci was like, Daniel Petrucci was like, hey, so I decided I'm going to be fast. Right. Uh, and on the Ducati, which I have to imagine American Ducati riders and fans are looking are happy. And I'll tell you what, until his bike, until his bike, I mean, his bike cocked out in the second race. But PJ Jacobson, after being 18 months off, having all them bad burns we talked about, mm-hmm. PJ Jacobson looked like he's here to play. I think and so. he only had a little bit of time on the bike before the race. Like none, almost none. Yeah, almost I, none. And it's hard to I, believe that that BMW was was a fourth and fifth place finisher in race one. You would, I don't think any of us would have thought BMW would be up there. I, I figured you know, that BMW, the last three years, has had good developmental riders on it. 
right? Mm-hmm. You had Heron, who I think is one of the best in Moto America at developmental ridings. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best at crashing, but he's also one of the best at development riding. Then you had Gagne, and then uh, I can't think of who was on it last year. I don't remember who was on. Was it, it Barbara? Year. No, Barbara was on something else, wasn't he? Um, no, Hector Barber was on. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was Hector. And I think I think you had. I think you just had had a couple really good, a couple uh, really good riders on it back to back. Right. I al- I I also think in in um, Moto America trim the BMW is more competitive to begin with. So um, I I think it's yeah. still a challenge. There's still still a challenge. Oh, there's the they, you know they still side. finished thirty seconds off the lead in the first race. Yeah, but yeah, they did but it's getting better. Point. They yep. finished better than the Suzuki's, which I got to say I was slightly surprised about. I was I, the I thought Suzuki's, Suzuki's looked would be horrible. A little bit better than what the they, Suzuki's have looked horrible. Yes, I mean, like even last year the Suzuki's didn't didn't look good. I mean, well, if if not for Cam Peterson on the Suzuki last year, they really didn't have anybody on a Suzuki. Yeah, and that's the thing. And he went over to Yamaha. You got Rich Escalante who moved up who was fast on the Kawasaki. So he's still learning the Suzuki and the yeah. team's still learning him. Yeah. Right. Because, and then you have, then you have Jake Lewis who has been with, uh, you know, team hammer for a while, but I, I think, you know, I think they're going to have a learning curve. I think they should get better as the year goes on. Uh, here's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. The Ducatis looked good. It was a great, it was a great weekend overall for Ducati. It was through through mm-hmm. all the series, you know, Moto America, Moto GP, Moto World Superbike. It was like, you know, we, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to retire the Ducati means eighth place because they're <laughs> almost uh, we're the, we're there. Well, Company Ducati won pretty much we, everything. I don't think it's they, almost. I think Warhurts yeah. yeah. H- HSBK uh, Celtic Racing there has dumped a lot of money. Uh, PJ mm-hmm. Jacobson on that privateer. Uh, Titler's cycle racing. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it. Titler's. Yeah. Titler's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that looked, that looked good when it was running. It sucks that it blew up, yep. but there's just some good, uh, there's just some good bikes out there. I mean, that's the same team. Hector Barber was Hector Barber mm-hmm. looked good in both races. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a lot of mix up. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to say it now. I'll probably regret it in two, two, three rounds, but mm-hmm. I don't think this is a walk in the park for Gagne this year. I don't think it is either no. for a couple of reasons, for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, you got, you got to look, you got to look at uh, Petrucci on that Ducati. Now, granted, this was Coda a track that he knew mm-hmm. and a track, a track that, su- that, that, that suited suits, the high yeah, horsepower the- for the Ducati. Yep. Whether that's going to be true at other tracks w- has yet to be seen, but you know, but Schultz was running better than Jake as well. Yeah. And like we said, just a few moments ago, Matthew is looking a lot better than he, if this first two races, he has looked better than I would have expected. Yeah. He, and he if, came out strong, if you actually call him Skoltz instead of Skoltz, Skoltz yeah. it should happen. Unless <laughs> Sergeant, like, Sergeant Matthew, Stoltz. I hear nothing. I, I know nothing. Not, I, I race. I win nothing. <laughs> I win nothing. <laughs> I win nothing, but I come in second. Hogan, yeah. you're hey, so silly, man. He could he could finish second all year long and end up with the championship win, and win the championship. And the other thing that I think that also will give Gagne a little bit of a challenge this year is going to be Cam Peterson on that bike. Yeah, yeah, they're very so. close in performance. So, yeah. and they're similar riding styles in my mind when I yep. look at them. Yep. So, I, I, uh, I, but I agree. I mean, but I I'm mean, th- the story of the weekend was the blowups and and the fact that Petrucci looks like. He was born on that bike. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of scary. We'll see. We'll see whether some of those tracks that don't have the long straightaways are as good for him, but 
he wasn't having any problem with corner speed either. I noticed that in, in the windy areas. Yeah, of the track. No, he was not. Yeah. So I, I like, hope the young guys in Moto America, the Richie Escalante's, the, mm -hmm. you know, the Jake Lewis's, even Gagne, uh, you know, PJ Jacobson. I know those guys aren't exactly young guys anymore, but like the Ashton Yates, uh, Ezra Boubier, Cam Jungle brother. I hope those guys are paying attention and learning how to do, how to do, how the world takes corners. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, I definitely I hope, agree with I hope that. They're it's, paying attention. It's a, it's, a, it's a good opportunity. Okay, so let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk. Uh, yeah, let's go. Moto Moto GP. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, Moto number GP. one. Moto Moto two. Moto two. I was I was yelling the f word and uh, oh my s's are. when Cam Boubier snatched the pole. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean he he looked amazingly. Mm, no one expected that. He looked amazingly strong. Yeah, but you know, we say we say that, but again, what did he have? A track that he knew really, really well, and he's been competitive. And, and is probably his one thing that had, had hurt was his qualifying wasn't as good, but he's qualifying better than the other Americans right now. Yeah. So he gets he gets the pole there. If he was going to get the pole position there, I, I think there's only two places you can expect that he has a shot at it there and Laguna Seca. That's pretty much it. That's the way I see it. Yeah, because it's tracks he's familiar with. It's tracks he's familiar with. Because he's going to go. He's going to go. He he's going yeah, to go back to Europe, and he's going to have the same challenges that these guys know these tracks really well, and he doesn't. Yeah. So he got the best pole position, the best pole, the best qualifying of all the Americans in the worst finish. Yep. <laughs> I know. But, which which sucks. Throws it away with like four turns to go. I know that Just was tucks the, the front. Yeah. Um. Here's what I'm going to say. It wasn't like he was being pressured. No, he was not. Oh, almost all the big names crashed out. Sancho, Lowe's, Adeglar, uh, Acosta, Canet, Bobier, Viette, the points leader. I mean, it, it's a, you think there was a lot of crashes in Supercross? Uh-uh, Moto2. More people crashed, I think, than finished the race. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Close. Within two. 17 I, people finished the race. 15 people crashed out and didn't score points. I'll, I'll tell you what. I think that coded track is much harder than people give it credit for. I think it is a very, very tough track. Apparently. Uh, yeah. No, I think it was a very tough track. They usually do have quite a few um, wrecks. Offs. Yeah. yeah, a lot of offs in, in that race there. Joe Roberts ended up with an eighth, which, I mean, hats off to him. He was the top finishing American. Yeah, we would have had two in the top. 10 finished ahead of Augusto Fernandez. Who's got to be like wondering, uh, okay, can I have the real KTM please? <laughs> what um, happened to the bike? <laughs> yeah. Where's the bike that won the chip where's the, the bike? championship last year? Um, you know, I got to quit picking him. Although you do, you're jinxing that poor yeah, guy. Although, although, although it was Warren, pretty good in our pool. Only you and Ken scored points in moto two. <laughs> Everybody else picked a zippy. And I scored a bunch because he qualified 18th. Yeah, you okay. you ended up with twenty five. Warren had uh, Ken had nine at uh, twenty nine, so you guys like just caught up on everybody this weekend. But yeah, I mean, like there were uh, most of the most of the guys who've been running up front were running it uh, were in the pits, leaving, running to the airport to get on their planes first. I don't know what was going on there. Well, uh, so okay, okay. Look, Jorge Navarro didn't crash. Okay, which is who? like. Yeah, I was going to say he's fifth he, well, place. I mean, I was talking front runners. No, 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 three. no, no. I'm talking. Let's talk about that. Fit, he got a fifth place. He's usually the fifth to wreck. 
Okay. Yeah, that's he, actually he doesn't true. finish. Well, he there was no finish. track for him to crash wait, on by the wait, time wait, the other wait. bikes were getting clear. Marshall, when the whole Strider, track's under yellow, Marshall, and most of the guys that were up front that crashed, they crashed towards the end of the race, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, Ayagura, he had a good race, um, but I don't, I don't think Tony Arbolino was a stretch to pick for that. He's on a very, very good team, and the guy was like outrageously good in Moto Three. So I think he was due. I don't think it was. I don't know great. if I would have said he was due. He wasn't a bad pick, mm-hmm. but you know, I tend when I'm not sure who to pick, go with the points leader. And Vieta just. Well, you did. You did. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, and it yeah. cost me. I think yeah, in Moto Two, that's not going to be a winning strategy. I don't know. Uh, it may so not be a winning say, strategy in Moto GP either. We're still. We're still here. Here's what I'm going to say. Moto Two. I still have no idea who to say, man, I think this is going to be the guy to beat in the championship. I agree. I would agree. I think it's impossible to to guess. I I, I don't, I don't have anybody. I I would say, you know what I'm doing it. Okay. So let's talk about OGP before we run out of time. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm doing for that. For MotoGP is I'm eliminating people instead of picking people from now on. (laughs) I like that idea. Not this guy, not this guy, not this guy. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm eliminating Bagnaya from the championship run. Um, I'm eliminating Jack Miller from the championship run. Yeah, can't disagree with either of that. Either right. Of those. Uh, I'm eliminating Zarco from the championship. Yeah, no, run. Zarco eliminates Zarco from the championship <laughs> run. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm eliminating Franco Morbidello from the sport. Okay, because he's <laughs> going to be gone next year. Uh, I'm, I've eliminated Luca Marini. Um, I'm eliminating Miguel Oliveira. That's. <laughs> So we're, I'm down. I'm down to it's going to be easy going forward because I can actually pick either Bastianini, uh, Rins, uh, Mir, and I'm I might pick Marquez because I like a guy who who can who can actually get sixth place when he's got to run twice as many curves as everyone. <laughs> I was going to say who can see both apexes in the corner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Marquez's Marquez's press conference afterwards. Wow, I didn't realize there were so many double apexes at Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing but about anyway. Marquez is that I tell you what, here's hats off to Mark Marquez that he didn't wreck in that race because he was pushing hard. Yeah, he. Oh God, I mean, pushing horribly hard. I mean, first of all, he he starts the race in in the back of the pack after the start because did, did they figure out what happened? Was it a mist? Was it a false? I think he, I think the yeah the, the launch control something was wrong. Or, yeah, he, yeah. Or, and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't him because maybe he they pushed did, the wrong switch because he couldn't tell which one was which. No, he, they they said <laughs> the switch. I know it's was, one of these four two four <laughs> four two. Yeah. So uh, if it wasn't the double vision that caused the problem. It was it was an electronic issue, is what I'm hearing. Well, I read. I mean, I'm telling you what, for him to finish fifth, considering that he or sixth, that considering that he had to like burn his tires up to to come through the field the way he came through the field. I and will say, did, I will say one thing for for him, and that is, I think there's very few riders who could have done what he did. This is not yeah. the first time he's done. And it this. didn't look like his tires were burned up there at the end. It wasn't like he started to fade back a little bit. He was still moving he, forward. His his, uh, his um charge ended after he passed Quattararo. Yeah, there, no, there was nowhere else. He was too too far behind to catch. Yeah, but he wasn't even left. making progress. He ended. He still ended up, what, five, almost six and a half seconds, or it's a little over six seconds behind Bagnaya, yeah. which was an absolute target because Bagnaya was all by himself. Yeah. So there was no drafting going on with Bagnaya. 
So I don't know. I mean, Quadraro has got to be wondering what's going on. I think he's getting killed by the fact that these Ducatis are starting to look really, really good, except for Bagnaya's. But Bastianini just looks like he looks like a world beater right now. Bastianini and both Suzuki's look good. I almost picked Mir. You know, Mir's one of my go-to guys. Yep. And I almost picked him, but that was like Martin, Martin, Jorge Martin's got to be due. He, and yeah, well, he's due he, for another he crappy due. race. Yeah, he is due. He's due to win. He, he's he's a great qualifier, but he doesn't deliver on Sunday. Sometimes it's a it's a coin flip with him. And it's kind of like that with Rins as well. I mean, every time I pick, I, him, I would feel more. Com- I would feel more comfortable picking Rins than Mir. And I know Mir is one don't. of Phil's guys. I would be more comfortable picking Rins. So, so yeah, I mean the the D- Ducatis look dominating. I mean, six of the top seven qualifying spots for Ducatis. Yeah. Right? Or something ridiculous like that. They look dominating. So top five, look yeah, the top the top five were all Ducatis. Were all Ducatis. Right? Honda Yamaha ever happened before. Pedestrian. Well, I think the thing about it is the Honda's got the speed. It still doesn't have the it doesn't have the cornering ability that it used to have. But now it's got the speed. It wasn't getting outrun on the straightaways. I could see that. The problem, the problem was, and I would tell you that's considering Mark Marquez has not had the let's get fit on the bike time yet. That's an amazing performance. I mean, he did twice what any other rider could do. We had to because he had a diploma. Because <laughs> he got his diploma. He got his diploma. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I, I just think I mean, like afterwards. Marquez was like, I was just trying to wreck because I'm still scared of what's going on with my head, which I don't think. I don't. Good I honestly don't know future. how he did. I honestly don't know how he didn't wreck. Here's what I'm going to say, and, and, and I'm dead serious about this. Right? I understand the drive to be the best there ever was, but damn it, man, heal up and feel right before you get back out there. You can't to get the, you. You can't. There's no way you're going to get that out of these guys. These guys will no. like th- these guys. No, these guys are going to race with a bone hanging out of the side of their leg. That's yeah. just the way they are. They're put together different than you and me. You yeah. know, would you? The thing about it is, you know, it, when they come off at a high speed, when they're coming, they come off that bike at 170 miles an hour, flying through the infield and stuff like that. Most people say that's it. Never going to do that again. These guys they just get, get up get and run and, for the bike. They get that right and try to pick it up and go back out and do it again. It's like. You know, and the ones that get injured, you know, they'll get injured, get thrown off a bike, get a high side, get thrown off the bike, break a collarbone, get it pinned together the night of the race, and they're 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 showing up to to practice. The and I can week. guarantee it's you, it's not normal, Phil. Yeah, not normal. and I guarantee you that Marquez is looking at the points standing and says, "Hey, I'm it's only the, 40, yeah. 40 points behind Bassanini." Yep. yep. And look at the guys in front of him and say, "I can beat every one of those guys." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he I'm sure he looks at like considering that, you know, he 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 missed he missed out on a lot of points this season already. Two races. And he's only 40 points behind. And the thing about Bastianini, he's going to be outrageously fast, but there's some tracks that Ducati is not going to be dominant on. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, I think we still learn nothing in Moto 2 and maybe not even nothing in Moto GP. I don't know whose championship it is. I mean, no, Alicia Spargo well, was no. leading. You have no. Rins in second point place. Well, if you told me in the beginning of the season at any point Rins was going to be in second place, even when they all tied with zero points at the beginning, I wouldn't have believed you. You know, in the top five, the only one that I see in the top five that I, you know, at this point, I would say it wouldn't surprise me if he won the championship. The only one would be Bastianini of the top five. And maybe Mir, because Mir doesn't get the wins, but he gets the consistency. I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't think Mears is. I, I don't think Mears has got it in him. 
Plus, Mears has got a championship. And I will tell you one thing that the hardest thing to do is win that, to win a, another championship once one. you've won one. Very few people do that. Mark Marquez is not like the rest of these guys. So, and he may not be Mark Marquez anymore. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know that he can stay healthy all. I, know, I don't think season. he's Mark Marquez anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, his charge through the field there says he is. His charge, look, that's like that Toby Keats song. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. <laughs> yep, we'll see. We'll see. I just quoted country music here on the doghouse. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk World Superbike. Uh, opening weekend. Can't believe we pushed it off. I thought th- three great races. Not going to yep. lie. Yep. Three great races in the Superbike. Uh, we're also going to have Hotlanta, which is the East-West showdown for the 250s and the Supercross. How many more can be Teaser, injured? teaser, teaser. In World Superbike, we're going to have a three-way competition for the championship this season. Who are you teasing with that? I think we all know. We, we do. Oh, no. We haven't talked about it yet because we haven't had a race yet. <laughs> well, we have races. We're going to we talk about it next about week. We haven't talked about a race yet. And then in two weeks, we have another quadruple weekend. We have In two weeks, we have MotoGP, Moto America, World Superbike, and Supercross again. <sighs> it's good to be in the thick of things. Yeah, uh, we're getting exhausted because pretty soon World Superbike will take its four months off. Yeah, and then we'll be like, oh, we have nothing to talk about. And, Mark, and, Mark we, and, and every summer we'll do the same thing that we always do in our pre-show and meetings. Mark, Mark, take care of yourself. You don't need quadruplia. We'll do the same thing we do every summer. We'll go, we should have talked about each race a separate episode <laughs> so that it lasts through the summer break. <laughs> but anyways, we'll be back next week uh, with just a bunch more racing to talk about. <laughs>